the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Whether you have pain in your back or joints, surgery may not be the answer. Instead of the dangers involved in cutting out tissue, consider healing and rejuvenating the area with stem cells, platelet-rich plasma, or prolotherapy. The treatments that are available to professional athletes are now available for you. Watch the videos at jointrehab.com or call the Darrell Wellness Institute at 800-300-9300. 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Welcome back to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. I'm your co-host, Nita Valens, and we're taking your calls at 866-870-5752. You get a free book, Dr. Darrow's latest, called Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy, Regenerate, Don't Operate, with 264 scientific studies. What you do you can't think? Beat it. You can't beat it with a stick, as they used to say. That's right. And right now we're talking with Terry and Glendora. Hey, Terry, Dr. Mark Darrell, let me get back and give the audience a quick update here on what we're doing today. And then I'm going to talk to you some more and answer a lot of your questions. And um, you have a lot of good information there to teach people what's going on. So generally, my practice is regenerative medicine, which is to regrow tissue in the body instead of cutting it out. And... uh, It's been working for me for over 25 years. I inject myself when I get injured. And although I am 75 years old, I'm still a, what you might call a crazy athlete. And nothing stops me. And um, I feel very fortunate to be in this field of work. I inject stem cells and PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma. And... um, it's been a, it been it has been a miracle for me. I can't say it's a miracle for everybody because not everybody listens to me about how to heal, and they don't follow directions after injections, and then they get mad at me and go, "It didn't work." Well, a lot of that's on the patient. You've got to listen to your doctor to get good advice and follow up and get the healing you need. So now, Doctor Grove, Doctor Thomas Grove is doing the injections for me. He is a uh, young. Uh, he almost went pro football. He decided to do this work instead and go to medical school. He was the captain of the Cornhuskers, linebacker, and great football player. And big dude, handsome, fun to work with. You guys are going to love him. Great injector. He uses the ultrasound to guide his needles. And an amazing person. So getting back to Terry's story, She has epicondylitis. I think it's medial epicondylitis. Go to Google if you want to see what this is. Epicondylitis is E-P-I-C-O-N-D-Y-L-I-T-I-S. And the medial epicondylitis is is the middle part of the elbow. And uh, if you click on that word in Google and then upper left-hand corner, click on the term images, you'll actually see the anatomy. You'll see photographs and drawings of what this looks like to see if it's something that you've ever dealt with or for Terry to actually know physically what it looks like. 
So, Terry, part of your history is um, you had an ulnar transposition. That means that the ulnar nerve, which fits in the ulnar groove right behind the uh, medial epicondyle, was uh, cut. Not the nerve was cut, but the tissue was cut, and the nerve was moved. And um, from what you told us, you're still having pain. So I'm looking at that as a... um, I don't want to say a failure because I I hate to think that doctors fail anything. They do the best they can. But a lot of of what doctors do can fail. So are you any better from that ulnar transposition than you were before the surgery, Terry? Yes. The surgery was back in 2021. And there's been improvement in the numbness in my fingers. Okay. However, there's a sensitivity around the surgical site that's gotcha. been with me. Okay. Um, the was that, mm-hmm. was that sensitivity there before the surgery? Um, no. Okay. The so the surgery epic- was from the numbness in the fingers and then gotcha. the sensitivity came following the surgery. Yeah. 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 yeah, just yeah. Stayed. And how soon after the surgery did the epicondylitis start up? It was about a year and a half later. The epicondylitis primarily occurred after I was cleaning my weeds out underneath my bushes, and I was using a gripper. Gotcha. All right, so the picture is a lot clearer now to me. The epicondylitis to me, the way I'm looking at it, is something totally separate from the ulnar Mm -hmm. transposition. Mm -hmm. Does that feel right to you? Yes, and I did have a nerve conduction study to rule out any uh, problems with the nerve. Okay. Um, So that's good. So that was a good surgery you had. And typically, the ulnar nerve is going to uh, innervate the pinky and half of the ring finger. And that's where people... Mm -hmm. So that's where people feel that. And Mm -hmm. it's a great surgery when it's done for the right reason. It sounds like you had a great surgeon that did that. The epicondylitis, even though it's on the same elbow, is um, probably totally unrelated to the surgery. It was just from you're in your garden and working with a gripper and um, overdid it. So mm-hmm. I've had the epicondylitis myself on both elbows, and I healed it myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I had it on my right elbow, I went to an orthopedic surgeon. It was when I was a lawyer years ago, and I didn't know one thing about medicine. And um, so I had a series, uh, I'm trying to remember, I remember two steroid shots at least, maybe three. And um, the first one I had, it felt great. And I was playing a ton of tennis back then. And um, so I got the steroid shot. I went back and started playing tennis again because the pain was gone. Mine was lateral epicondylitis from having a bad backhand. Snapping, mm-hmm. snapping the elbow on the backhand, which is not the correct way to use to do a backhand, and that irritated that uh, that extensor tendon on my elbow. So the steroid worked for a while until I played tennis again. It failed, and then I got the steroid shot again, and then it worked again for a while, not very long. Played tennis again, it came back again. So. It's not something that's a good idea to do because what it does, and you can look up cortisone and cartilage. Mm -hmm. You can look that up. 
and you'll okay. see that what happens is when you inject steroids into tissue, it diminishes the integrity of the tissue. Mm. I did have one patient who had her lateral epicondyle tendon, the extensor tendon, dissolved away so she couldn't even extend her wrist. Mm. That was the worst I've seen. But I've seen many like that, not just that bad. And we had to do quite a bit of regenerative medicine to regrow that tendon. She got better, but it took a lot of injections. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the idea of of steroid injections, cortisone injections, is that they're super strong anti-inflammatories and they get rid of pain. But it's like winning the battle and losing the war because long term, it makes you worse. Mm-hmm. I'll vouch for that. So what healed it for me? Regenerative medicine. I injected myself. And both of my elbows, they both healed up. So you can do PRP to, for uh, epicondylitis? Why not? You can do it. use it anywhere in the body to stimulate tissue to grow. You know, it's going to work to... I PRP on my hip. Oh, and, good. And that okay. brought some, some relief. Okay. Um, um, but the elbow, they have not suggested that yet. Um, well, you know, you have, to, you have to determine who they is, okay? Yeah, true. Now, I don't have one orthopedic friend, and I have tons of them that are friends, that believe in regenerative medicine. Yeah. And, I, and I say to them, why do you do it? And they go, well, I try it, but it never works. They don't use ultrasound, number one, so they don't know where it's going. And number two, they don't believe in it, so they don't do enough of it. They think it's some magical cure, or they don't think it is. It's exposed to be a magical cure, and when it's not magical for them, they don't do it. I work in fertility, and we use it in fertility. Tell me how you use it in fertility. Well, I'm not clinician. Yeah. Um, I, I'm the practice manager for a yeah. fertility clinic, and okay. we do uh, PRP for uh, the patients before they go through um, uh, their procedures. Yeah, I'm so curious. I'm going to look that up after the show and see what mm-hmm. that is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, PRP. It's had pretty good success. Good. In getting, in helping people get pregnant, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, that's a wonderful field to be in. It's a happy field. You can make a lot of people happy. Yeah. Um, so should I speak to my providers about the possibility of PRP for no, my epicondylitis? No, not, not for people to think you shouldn't do it. Oh, okay. Because it's a loser I, I, right I there. Mm-hmm. No, it's a loser right there. You're mm-hmm. going to someone who doesn't think you should do it. No, you go to someone who does it all day long who goes, yeah, it works. Okay. And, you know, I'm going to just tell you one thing. Most doctors that I know of, when they inject the lateral epicondyle, they do one poke. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's going to ever work because the tendon is a diffuse area that needs a lot of little injections with a teeny little needle. Mm -hmm. And I did have a patient years and years ago that came from another premier regenerative medicine doctor who charged a fortune to do his work. And the person came in and said, I had my lateral epicondyle injected by this person. I won't mention the name. And 
They're very well known. Why didn't it work? So I palpated the area, and there was a great big hematoma there. Mm. You know, it's a blood clot. And I said, how many pokes did you get? I said, one poke. I said, how many cc's of solution? Three cc's of solution. Well, that's putting a lot of platelets, or whatever was the person used, into one area, and that's not the way to do it. Not for lateral epicondyle. You have to be very discreet. Mm. Okay. You don't want to end up with a big hematoma there. No. I was able to finally heal that person by Mm -hmm. doing it the way that I do it and breaking up the hematoma at the same time. And um, I'm I'm flashing back to what Mark, our first caller, called about, and he said there were there were some spots on his shoulder, which I didn't get to talk about, but um, mm. that's probably just some some little bits of calcium. Mm. And what I'll do, what Doctor Grove does, is we'll break up that calcium with the needle, and it just dissolves away. So you can have calcific tendonitis you know, which a lot of doctors do surgery for, I have no idea why, you can use a teeny little 30-gauge needle and break it up. If you've got a great big piece, let's say in the shoulder, you may have to use a thicker needle. Mm. But a lot of that stuff can just be broken up and dissolved away, and then you use, at the same time you're doing the PRP or the stem cells, you're breaking up uh, the tissue that is pathological. And healing mm-hmm. it. Mm. Okay. So the other part right. of this for you, Terry, is if you decide to get PRP, don't think it's a one-shot deal, you know, one-treatment deal. You may mm-hmm. d- need to do it, you know, two or three times. I have no idea. I haven't seen you. I'd love to look at it and help you get healed up. But they do heal. Okay. Yeah, it's been a long time, so I'm getting a little tired of it at this point. You know, if I even take out my trash, it accelerates the pain. And yeah, um, I have high pain tolerance, but when you live with it day after day after day, yeah. it gets yeah. irritating, and um, you you become aware of what your limitations are, and so you just avoid certain things. But in day to day living, you there's many things you can't avoid. So you know, I I, I so agree with you because I've I've been there on so many parts of my body. I've injected both my elbows, my right wrist, both my shoulders, both my knees. Um, What else? I know there's other parts of me. I've had other people do my fractured ribs, which were, you know, in my back area, and my neck and um, my back. I had every rib injected in my back. I had a, a very, very severe costochondritis all over. I was a gymnast when I was young, and I really beat my body up very, very badly. Mm. So, um, yeah. And, you know, when I had lateral epicondylitis in my right elbow, I could barely lift up a pencil to write. It was such a Mm -hmm. uh, terrible pain that I had. It's gone. I don't remember the last time I I had any pain there. I probably injected myself a good 15, 20 years ago. Well, okay. Well, I need to seek out a specialist that will do a PRP then because I'm, you know, I'm willing to do that since well, I've been done it before. If you want to call my office, the number is 800-300-9300, 800-300-9300. If you want to watch me doing 
um, you know, electron uh, or epicondylitis injections or any part of the body, just go to the website, which is www.jointrehab.com. I've got videos of me injecting all over the body. And um, in the website, every page has a spot to email me, which is very important. I answer every email every single day. Okay, very good. I'm an open book when it comes to medicine and when it comes to regenerative medicine of platelets and stem cells. And I spend, I love talking to people. Um, Mm -hmm. I've lectured all over and um, I get calls from people. I get referrals from patients every day. Do you mind calling up my friend? They've got blah, blah, blah. I call them right up. I'm not the doctor that hides. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a story I have which is absolutely still bothersome to me. One of my doctor buddies who I'd known for years who had taken care of me, um, I had an issue. I called him on a Sunday. And um, he answers the phone. He goes, Mark, call back, call my nurse tomorrow. He goes, I don't work on Sundays. And this guy was a friend of mine. And I guess what? I said, thank you very much, hung up the phone, and I have never spoken to him since. Now, I know this sounds crazy, but I won't see a doctor unless he's giving me his cell number. And you might think that's a little overboard. No, at least an email address. (laughs) No, because emails aren't answered. No, I want the cell number and I give my cell number. There you go. I'm not saying I'm anything special. I'm just saying, look, a doctor's, to me, a a doctor's job is to help people. And what's most of the help that people need? Getting rid of their fear and helping them answer questions about what the next thing is to do. Sure, of course. You know, of course, if someone has gotten into a trauma, you know, typically they need to get to the ER and get some work done real quick. Mm-hmm. You're around doctors, yeah. you know the deal. Some are very open and some are very closed. Mm-hmm. Well, I think providers build a practice by availability. And even if they're not going to be available when the patient needs them, then that could be a problem for them. You know, a funny story. You know, I, I keep talking about Dr. Thomas Grove, who's been working for with me for a while doing all the injections. And when I interviewed him, I said, I immediately I liked the guy a lot. I said, I want to hire you. And there's a consideration that a lot of the doctors that I've wanted to hire wouldn't assent to. And he said, what is it? I said, you've got to give out your cell no- number. And he goes, you've got to be kidding me. He says, I'll be bombed with calls. I go, you won't be bombed with calls. People are very considerate. You'll get calls from people that really need you, and you'll be glad to talk to them, to help them. And he said, you're on. I'll do it. Well, you would think, right? Well, I mean, look, it's up to the person. If you, if a doctor needs to have his, quote, private life, that's not the guy I want to see. Yeah. And, you know, I grew up, um, my grandfather and many of my Uncles were doctors and cousins and whatever. And they would, back in the day, 
you know, again, I'm 75 years old, so I'm thinking back way a long time ago. They went to people's houses when they got sick. Oh, yeah. Even when I was smaller, I had a doctor come to my house. Yeah. I had, my uncle would come to our house. There's seven kids. He was at the house all the time. <laughs> oh, gee, I bet. <laughs> but, I mean, he did go to his patients' houses. That was rare for, you know, my time, but it didn't you're not Because you're not 75. <laughs> well, no, not yet. <laughs> not too far, maybe 10 years from there. But Now, there are doctors that do what's called a concierge practice. Yes. Where um, they will come to your house, they will answer phone calls, but you have to pay a ton of money yes. just to have that potential. They may not even come to see you one time because you didn't need them to or you didn't need to call them, but you still pay a fortune to be on call. I don't do that. I just I just am on call. Mm-hmm. Now, also a funny thing is people say, you're going to give me your cell number? They go, what if, what if I call you in the middle of the night? I go, I'll be asleep. I'm going to turn my phone off, and as soon as I wake up, I'm going to call you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good, a good uh, practice, but not too many doctors will do that. Well, you know why I do it? Why is that? Why do you think I do it? To be there for your patient? Makes me a happy person. There you go. There you go. I like to be happy. Well, it's refreshing to speak to someone who enjoys, um, you know, serving patients and um, has that type of philosophy. Well, you know, I wish other doctors did it. And, uh, you know, I have cell numbers of all my doctors. Do I call them? Rarely, 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 rarely. Yeah, you you, you have obviously you have um, professional control over that, and there are people out there that would just abuse it. And you know, I haven't found that. Well, good. That's Ever good. since cell phones came out, I gave my cell number. Awesome. I I can't think of. There was one person I think. I wouldn't say abused it, but one person was a very nervous person, used to call me all the time. Mm. That was it. One out of mega thousands of people. Mm. So get to know your doctors. Don't be shy of your doctors. I had, uh, I've talked about it on the show before. I had a cardiac ablation, so I was looking for a doctor, looking, you know, obviously for the guy that did the most. I found a guy in Beverly Hills who was recommended me by different people. I called up. I spoke to the nurse. I said, let me speak to the doctor about it. She said, the doctor won't speak to anybody. You've got to come in the office for a consult. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not driving you, you over. You need that CPT code. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I didn't use them. I talked to a doctor I talked to first. Anyway, God bless you, Terry. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Terry. For those of you that want to call the office about any orthopedic issues, stem cells and platelets, the phone number is 800-300-9300. You can email me through the website, www.jointrehab.com. God bless you all. Thank you, Nita Valens and Alex Suzette. 
You've been listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. And now that you've heard Dr. Darrow, call his office at 800-300-9300 and speak to one of his joint rehab experts for free and ask for a copy of his book, Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy. Schedule an appointment by calling 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Or go online to jointrehab.com. Again, the website is jointrehab.com. Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow is heard Saturdays at 10 a.m., 1 p.m., and 5 p.m. here on AM870, The Answer. Take the first step toward a pain-free life. Call to schedule an appointment at 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Live long and pain-free. And thanks for joining us today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.